podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to, yes, it's another Wednesday. I ain't just do a bait and switch on you and throw in a, a older episode that is still relevant for today, although I could have done that and pow, we would have been right here. But fresh new episode right here today. Good people, welcome. If you've been tracking with us for a while, you know how we do this. If you're new here for the first time, welcome. Like from the bottom of my heart, welcome. We can't do any of this thing that we do here without people like you. So I hope you are able to tune in and enjoy today's episode. Today, I call this episode messages. Okay, so first, do you know how many messages you give and receive daily, weekly, or even monthly? According to some digital media sources, including Forbes, the average person, the average person is now estimated to encounter anywhere between 4,000 to 10,000 advertising messages per day. And then on text messages or any other kind of messages, the average person receives roughly 72 messages a day. If you're feeling like, man, I'm a little under under the average, that's okay. I think, honestly, that's a good space to be in. Uh, and, and there's a lot to do with that. Um, so never mind the messages that we send to each other, but the messages that we receive just on a daily basis. And I think there's a cycle that's, there's like a theory in a cycle as we think about messages today that I... I would ask us to consider, and is really the theory is this. They say, be careful what you think, because those thoughts can become your words. Be careful what you say, because your words can become your actions. Be careful what you do, because what you do can become your habit. Be careful of those habits because those habits can construct your character and be careful of your character and those traits that surround that character because they can ultimately shape your destiny. So why is it important to talk about messages? Because behind every message, there is a core identity or a core entity that wants to grab a hold of you. Now, good people, I look at some of the messages and some of the messages with me and many of the messages that would be like positive and exciting or uplifting or encouraging, uh, and, and and maybe some of the messages that we see are grossly aligned with what we want them to actually be. Thank you, algorithm, right? I'm no longer seeing messages because I stumble upon them. I'm seeing messages. If, if you have a smartphone, which I don't know the percentage of us who do, 
But if you have a smartphone, there is a computer chip that is telling you what messages you should receive based off of what you tend to look for or <clears throat> browse through. And so a lot of the messages that we see are likely to be aligned with how we've already trended to like <laughs> what we've looked for. Um, and there should be nothing wrong with that, right? Like we should, that should be a good thing. I only want to see the messages that were, that are aligned like me and built just for me and shaped and curated just for me, right? I mean, after all, if it's something I believe in and I align with it, then it should be for me. And honestly, good people, I would say you're right. However, in this episode, I'm going to ask you to dig a little bit deeper. Dig deeper. Whatever could you mean? Well, I ask you to dig deeper and peel back the layers of the messages that we receive to ask these simple questions. Where is it coming from? What essences are behind it? What feeling or intent was put into it? What is the roof or the covering that is attached to the message? And while there would be no one given way that you can know any of those answers, it's just something to consider. Because I can guarantee you, good people, that while the messages we see may seem mostly positive, outside of like, you know, the blatantly negative, hurtful, and scathing uh, messages that are out there that are meant to uh, break your back or tear you down or, or meant to like be scolding to your character, we could... We could easily identify those and we can easily hit the block button or the report. Don't show me this stuff again or report. I want to report this person and put them in like Instagram, TikTok or Facebook jail. Right. <laughs> because we because we're now at liberty to do that. But but what if I told you the same cynical things exist behind positive and uplifting messages too. Jay-Z, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. You are not sitting here telling me you talk about the head and the heart and all these positive messages, and yet you too are telling me that these messages or the messages that I may see are possibly negative, hurtful, and scathing to my character? Well, I'm sure you're asking that question. And I probably put you in a conundrum all early this morning, this afternoon, or this evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen, because I really, really thank you for that. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about these types of messages, these positive, these naturally intended positive messages that were meant to uplift and encourage and inspire and all those great things make you feel good. Let's talk about how they can like, to their core, still be negative, right? So... Here's what I'll ask and here's what I'll say about those seemingly positive messages. What core truth or principles are those positive messages attached to? And when I say core principles, for me, core principles are essentially aligned with my core values as a person, with my identity, or simply put, biblical principles. Now, 
if you cannot identify where those core messages are coming from, that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're coming from, um, that they're not coming from principle. However, you, you may have to like, you know, question it a bit more, like, you know, look at it a little differently. For instance, we may see messages similar to these and maybe not verbatim, but you kind of get the gist. And I quote, you should only do the things that makes you happy, regardless of what anyone thinks. Okay, here's another one. You should just follow your heart. And another. People just bring you down. Just do you. Okay, so we just looked at possibly three types of quotes that are circulating out there. And again, on their face, they're awesome. They're positive. They're, 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 they're seemingly great. They sound and they feel good. But from what place of the heart or head are these messages being, are really being generated? And from what headspace of the person who typed them or shared them out? So let's break it, let's break it down. Let's go quote by quote, right? Okay. You should just follow your heart and, and, and do what makes you happy, regardless of what anyone thinks. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know I talk about working with the head and the heart, good people, but even I know that information can be a little bit deceiving. Oh, come on. Only following your heart with no rationale, no logic, no recipe. That might leave you in a place of heartbreak. What you find out is not what you thought it would be. That's the case in relationships. That's the case with anything you desire to do. That's the case with any goal. Only just following your heart principle, something principle would kind of shed a little bit of light on this quote simply like this. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. That's what principle says, good people. Now, how does this apply? These things that I just read will only be true if your heart is of love. If your heart is of any other of those that I read above, scathing, hurtful, hurtful, um, without logic, without rationale, without, without love in it. And what the principle says, then following your heart is not the best idea because there's some work that needs to be done and there's some healing that needs to be done with it. I said it in my Instagram stories a little bit earlier this week. I shared out a little post and it said this, heal. 
so that you can hear what is being said without the filter of your wounds. And that's real because it's real out here, right? Such a strong message. And again, I hope that you're catching where I'm going. So check this out. How about another one? Let's do the second one. Let's do the second one. People can bring you down. So no matter what, just do you. Okay, cool. I'm picking up what they're putting down on this one. Just do you. Again, the core of this message might seem like a positive one. And I would feel like it was too. But let's really look at it. Just do you. Really, like, come on, just do me. You you ask me to just do me? Just do you? Okay, let's ask, what if your ways are toxic or your manners are questionable or your intentions, while they may be decent, still leave people feeling with a bad taste in their mouths about you? Just doing you may not even be helpful for you. Good people, we need people. We need people to challenge us, to encourage us, to add value to our lives, add perspective, and to add doses of intellect where we may be lacking or where we just didn't have any. We need people. Yes, and we don't need negative people, right? We don't need people that are malintent for us, that don't have our best interests in mind. However, Um, We also don't need people pulling us down either or exhibiting abusive behaviors towards, um, you know, themselves or other people. However, just doing you can insinuate that you don't need any extra people in your life. Just doing you can be inconsequential to any form of growth that you as a person intend to make. From the root of my core principles... Because principle says, care for others in a way that you would care to be treated. Sometimes doing me is only looking out for me. From the root of my core principles, you know that, let's take me for example, okay? Me for example. I can't do just me. Do you, boo? I can't do just me and believe in God at the same time. I have to align with God first and then try to do the best version of myself that I can in his glory, in his honor, in his work. You see where I'm coming from? Okay, if you don't, that's cool. That's cool. Keep tracking with me because we're almost we're almost done. We, we got a little bit more time. Last quote. Do what makes you feel good. Again, I love it. Do what makes you feel great, right? Um, but how are you doing what makes you feel good or only making you feel great? Good is a matter of pleasure. When I do what makes me feel good, I'm clearly triggering signals to my body that says this is pleasurable, this is enjoyable, and it's our human nature to want to do what is um, pleasurable or comfortable. Only because there's something called dopamine, which you may or may not know, but dopamine is considered the pleasure center of the brain. It is known for is uh, uh, the component of the brain that can trigger addiction or habit formation. 
because it rests within the hippocampi and uh, the limbic system, which, uh, okay, I'm not going to nerd out there, but only doing what makes you feel good is a selfish act in and of its core because it means no regard for others. Sometimes it means no regard for self, total self. I'll say it like that, total self. And in some regards, and then potentially no regard for anything in the future, because all that pleasure deals with is the center of right now. It's no wonder why sometimes people have difficulty breaking habits because of at some point, the habit was something that attributed to a feel-good sensation or a comfortable position. Now, what does principle say? Principle says do what's right regardless of what's comfortable or what feels good because what's right doesn't always feel great. Again, here we have another message intending for you to be motivated and empowered and encouraged But in his face and to his core, it's only robbing you from the potential of who you can become or who or what you desire to be or do. Bottom line, good people, we have to filter our messages the same way we filter our skepticism, the same way we filter our reservations, the same way we filter doubt, the same way we filter our photos, and the same way we filter our water. Messages are just messages until they find the most vulnerable place to enter into your mind and work to consume it. We just want to make sure that it is consuming the best part of you because if it comes from the best place it could or from principle, that's what is deserving of you. The scathing and breaking down and the tearing down of you is not what you deserve. And again, it, though the, The principle and coming from the best place possible is what you deserve, not just because um, it to its core is positive, but also because it was sent from a place where there is truth, light and love and not just from a place that was empty, unfulfilling or simply dark. Intending for good, yet stirring up unhealthy. Hey, good people, that is all that I have for you today. I really needed this message today on messages because I mean, messages can have you feeling confused and conflicted about what it is you're even doing. And so let this just be words of encouragement and affirmation that is built upon principle saying like, listen, let's take some time to filter what we're receiving and really try to pick out what is good to its core. Because some of these, while they're meant for good, may not always be good for us. So let's take that note. Let's filter through our messages this weekend let's, or this week for the rest of this week. And let's have a really great power week because I'm feeling it in my spirit. I hope you are. Hope you're feeling jazzed up. Hope you're feeling ready to go. And most importantly, I hope you're feeling excited to meet me back here. Same time, same place next week, because I can't wait to see you then. Hey, quick question. If you have a little nugget for me, please drop me a message. DM me, email me, text me, whatever you can. Also, if you can do me one more favor, 
please share this with someone, just one person, not your whole friend group, not the whole group text messages that is popping off right now and trying to send you snaps for you to open. You know what? If you're on any social media, the last person that sent you a message, send this to them. Boom. Just be like, hey, take a listen. Got 20 minutes, got 20, 22 minutes. Hey, take a listen. And I would forever, forever, forever be deeply grateful for you. Also, drop a line, drop a review, drop a hint. Let me know. Let me know how you're feeling. Thank you so much, good people. I appreciate you. I love you. And if anything else, let's make it a power week this week. And as always, let's go.